Welcome to Wholeness and Holiness Podcast. Here we will deepen your understanding of human and spiritual integration so you can live the life of peace and fulfillment God has for you. I'm your host, Margaret Vasquez. I hold a degree in theology and am a licensed professional clinical counselor and certified trauma therapist. Join me weekly for practical applications of the spiritual life. No part of this audio is to be used as mental health treatment or clinical advice. Please see a licensed mental health professional for personal consultation. Hi, and welcome to Wholeness and Holiness Podcast. I'm your host, Margaret Vasquez. And if you want to connect with human and spiritual integration workshops, even online, um, inpatient, um, or I'm sorry, outpatient <laughs> intensive trauma therapy, but in person, one-on-one with myself, um, healing retreats and all kinds of things like that, then please check out sacredhearthealingministries.com. And uh, my book's more than words, the freedom to thrive after trauma and also fearless abundant life through infinite love that we are continuing on with today. Both of those available on Amazon. So back by popular demand, continuing on with a reading from, uh, from fearless. And we're now on the chapter for prayer. So quote from Teresa of Lisieux, St. Teresa of Lisieux. For me, prayer is a surge of the heart. It is a simple look turned toward heaven. It is a cry of recognition and of love, embracing both trial and joy. Personal prayer is essential to internalizing the radical, profound intimacy the living God wants to experience with us. His love for us is infinite. It might be easy to read the last line and agree with it in our head, but in our heart still feel less than adequate, rejected, or forgotten. Our mind might be able to quickly categorize the statement as true, especially if we grew up in church, have studied theology, or are religious or clergy. Yet absorbing the truth, all capital or uh, capital T truth, God is a lifelong process, one we will likely continue throughout eternity. It is not enough to know the description of God or how he desires to relate to us. Even Satan knows the truth. We must make ourselves available to that relationship by spending time exposing our heart to him who exposes his heart to us. There are many ways to pray spontaneous intercession, praise and worship, the rosary, litanies, or mass. Contemplation is a quiet type of prayer in which we allow the Lord to permeate us at the core of who we are and transform us into him. To go to the source of water, a spring or a river, and draw water, but not consume it and allow our bodies to absorb the minerals and hydration would still leave us weak and dehydrated. St. John of the Cross talks about the importance of such prayer. He says, Learn to abide with attention in loving waiting upon God in a state of quiet. Contemplation is nothing else but a secret, peaceful, and loving infusion of God. 
which, if admitted, will set the soul on fire with the spirit of love. Contemplation is spending time drinking in the living water of God's self-gift to us by being present to the Lord who is present to us. This is fundamentally being before him in quiet availability with our hearts open to his heart. He dwells within us through baptism, and we receive him in the Eucharist. But contemplation is the process of being infused with him. Because contemplation is personal and intimate prayer, St. John says it is secret. It is taking time away from other people, activities, and things, and being in a state of quiet. Paying attention to God and waiting on him. In that kind of waiting, we make time and space to let our hearts become available to be infused by his spirit of love. This love sets our souls on fire. The caveat is that we must grant him permission to permeate us in order for this to happen. As we know and have seen in the connection figure, he is within us at our deepest core. We aren't trying to get him inside us from out there somewhere rather we are allowing him to saturate us from the inside out just like any relationship growing closer and allowing someone into our heart and life is a process the more we receive god the more we love him in return the more we feel safe with him and the more we open ourselves up to him in opening more we permit him to more truly, fully, and deeply transform us and our lives. In relationships, we tend to reveal the good things about ourselves first. When the other person accepts us at that level, we have the courage to share some of our frailty with them and hide less of our weakness. Eventually, we feel confident enough in their goodwill toward us that we share with them our shame and pain. The same is true of how we grow in relationship with the Lord. This is why it takes time. It's not a limitation in him, but in us, and one with which he is perfectly patient and persistent. He always calls us more deeply into his peace and love, and it requires vulnerability to respond to his invitation. Shalom, the Hebrew word for peace, has a much richer meaning than we are used to. It doesn't simply mean the absence of conflict and stress. It is about wholeness, fulfillment, completion, and perfection. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. For this reason, it makes sense that spending time admitting him more deeply into every aspect of our lives draws us into deeper wholeness. It also draws us to holiness as we become more imbued with him. Thus, growing deeper in prayer can lead us to becoming more in touch with our brokenness and woundedness. This is an act of God's love and mercy because he desires to make us whole, but it requires courage on our part to allow him to do so. Spending time in quiet certainly can seem to amplify the noise we may have inside us. Sometimes that noise is busyness. At other times, it may be that we are using 
external noise to drown out pain. I remember a time in my life when even a moment of quiet was intolerable. I had to always have external sound turned up really loud to overcome the cacophony of chaos inside. I get in my car and immediately turn the music up and get home and instantly turn the television on. The expression peace and quiet sounded crazy to me because quiet was anything but peaceful. As our own wounds are healed, the noise within ceases. We relate in less painful ways toward ourselves and others. We put up fewer and fewer obstacles to the flow of God's love into us and through us to those he puts in our lives. The process and cycle of connection continues to deepen on all levels. In order to succeed in the practice of contemplation, it is helpful to make frequent use of the sacrament of reconciliation. Just as in any relationship, we are capable of participating with another, even if there is something out of order between us, but is much more intimate when the conflict is resolved. The same is true for our relationship with God. Resolving conflict by confessing our sins is the first step to repairing and building anew. Starting from a state of conflict will only start us off from a place of noise rather than a place of quiet. In addition, when we practice contemplation with God, it can be helpful to find something simple that can hold our attention on him. For some, that may be a scripture or a title of Jesus. For others, it may be an image or statue of him that we picture in our mind or have present with us. The point here is not to busy our mind, but to open our heart to his love in a state of receptivity. Here's some questions for reflection or discussion. Do you find yourself avoiding being still and quiet with the Lord? Why or why not? What's the internal noise you might be trying to drown out? Have you ever considered that prayer requires courage? What are your thoughts on this? Have you found a key that opens the door to prayer for you? What is it? Is it a certain scripture or a certain image or title of the Lord? Prayer. Lord, thank you for your infinite love for us and for desiring us to live in the fullness of that reality. Please grant us the grace to receive this truth more fully into the depths of our mind and heart and be set ablaze by the fire of your love so our lives can give your warmth and light to all those we meet. Here's an action step you might want to try. Spend some time finding a scripture, a quote, or a picture that draws you into a sense of God's love. And then take it a step further and, and actually put that image, scripture, quote, whatever it is, um, somewhere that you're going to encounter it, whether it be on your phone or on your mirror or in your car. Here's a notion for journaling or further reflection. If you have a sense of disquiet when you go to pray, ask the Lord to show you why that might be and ask him what, what he wants you to know about it. 
So just to, uh, that's the summary. There will be scriptures listed for meditation in the show notes. So just remember that prayer is more about being present to the Lord to receive what he has for us. I think so often we can look at prayer as something to go do and that we have to somehow generate holy feelings or uh, or kind of things. And what we're really doing is being present to him who's already present to us. It's not like we have to somehow get him to be present to me. No, he's already there. He's outside of time and space and he is there and then and waiting with great desire for each one of us. And so it's just going and availing ourselves of his presence and in a state of receptivity and being available to that. So happy new year and may the Lord give you peace. Thank you for joining me for today's show. Please subscribe and share and check us out on wholenessandholiness.com. Follow and like us on social media. And to learn more about Sacred Heart Healing Ministries, please go to sacredhearthealingministries.com.